0: Welcome to You Dive Deep, where we dive into a single question each week and navigate through this tough thing we call life. Come on, let's dive in. This is going to be a fantastic episode. My guest today is one of the most kind-hearted person I've ever had the privilege to know. Vito, welcome to the podcast, but before you dive in, I just kind of want to ask you a question I'm sure all the listeners may have.
1: Who are you? Hey Tommy, thanks for the introduction. Um, kind-hearted, that's a very, very, very kind, uh, well, kind is a double word, but thanks for that introduction. Um, I am Azevedo Eventanto. Um I go by Vito. Um, it's something that started coming up when I was growing up and having a name like Azevedo. Um, it's kind of hard uh, in, I guess, the United States, or I guess anywhere with that complicated of a name, so I go by Vito now, and it's much easier. <laughs> um, yeah, I I am bo- I was born in Jakarta, Indonesia, and I actually just recently became a U.S. citizen this uh, last year, in January 2020, so a okay. uh, big year to become a U.S. citizen for sure, but I'm glad to be part of the process. Um, yeah, I... I grew up in the United States in Gaithersburg, Maryland in Montgomery County, a suburb of Washington, D.C., um, and it was I grew up in a very diverse area, so I think that shapes a lot of my views and a lot of uh, my takes on things and my relationships. Um, I grew up in a, obviously, first-generation immigrant household where um, education is very important and that's something that I took throughout my life and I still do, and I was as most Asian kids are pushed into the STEM field, which led me to go to the University of Maryland to study mechanical engineering. And I graduated in 2019, uh, December 2019, and now I'm in the corporate America working field, working in uh, construction project management in the Northern Virginia area, and a lot of uh, advanced tech, mission critical data center construction projects. So. That's about me, uh, logistically, but on a person-to-person basis, I am a extroverted introvert. I love hanging out. I love just good conversations, good times. We don't need to be doing a lot. We don't need to be super lit. We just need to be in good company and having good conversations where we just really connect with each other. Um, I am really into photography, one of my biggest biggest hobbies, which I'm sure we'll get into in this discussion, um, in terms of what we want to do with our lives. I have found a new enthusiasm for coffee and espressos and lattes and latte (laughs) art, which I'm still working on, but we're going to get there. I love to read. Big New Year's resolution for me is to read. Um, I just love escaping a little bit and just diving my head into something, um, where everyone has a different interpretation, you know, um, I like video games here and there, but I need to draw my limits, mostly because of my wife, but I need to draw my limits overall, and yeah, I'm, oh, I I guess a big part of myself that I didn't mention is I'm Catholic, I'm a proud Catholic, um, and uh, and maybe it's something we can get into as well, I think I'm a different than your stereotypical or traditional Catholic that, you know, non-Catholics might think of them as, um... But I am proud of my faith and my religion, and it's a big part of who I am and where I'm at now. I will say I am married to Carly, who actually Tommy knew before me, and they were pretty, almost practically best friends um, in grad school. And that's how I met Tommy. And she is awesome, and we are quite different, which works out for the best, I would say, and I love our relationship because of that we are the proud parents of two cats two disabled cats um one is nala who is completely blind her eyes are removed and the other is nova who is blind in one eye got her eye removed and got one of her eyes removed and on that same side of her face her ear did not grow so she is half blind half deaf but we love them um that's all about me i honestly it usually gets uncomfortable for me to talk about myself, but I uh, hope uh, that was a good introduction and you get a better sense of me and uh, sets the context for the discussion here.
0: Yeah, I always love asking my guests that question because it's always so interesting to see how they answer it, which route they take, what they kind of disclose. But I kind of just want to give everyone a little background on who you are and then to kind of come full circle. I also kind of want to give a little bit of context on my relationship with you for the listeners. And so once again, this is Vito and I actually know Vito through Carly. Um, for those of you who don't know me personally, uh, if you do, you probably know that Carly has been, uh, one of my closest friends, uh, for, pro- I feel like the longest out of all my friends. I actually was talking to Carly about that the other day. I was like, yeah, I think you might be like my most consistent friend for like the longest duration of time because, you know, keeping friends as you get older is difficult, but maybe that's for a really? podcast, but yeah. yeah, so I met. Carly, or I met Vito through Carly. And how did that happen, you say? Well, you kind of heard the spoiler alert from Vito himself. They got married last year and uh, their wedding was amazing. It was beautiful. And I actually liked it a lot because I was able to spend a lot of quality time with both Carly and Vito during their special day. So I was, I felt really blessed to kind of be there because uh, obviously, once again, spoiler alert, last year, There was a big pandemic happened. Uh, I don't know if everyone is aware of that. Um, And so when this was kind of going on, they decided to push through with their wedding. Unfortunately, (laughs) a lot of their wedding stuff got interrupted or they had to change things, obviously. But the gathering size at that point had to be below a certain number. I'm kind of forgetting the number now, but it was very low. But I felt very special to make the cut with all his uh, very close family and friends. But once again... Vito and I unfortunately haven't known each other very long, but I feel like that's where the most beautiful conversations come up because I don't know him as closely as maybe I would like to. So, this is why this podcast gives me such a great platform to talk about it. But to kind of sum up Vito, at least on my end, uh, he's a really pure, kind hearted person. Um, and I always joke around with Carly, and I'm sure Vito will actually relate if he doesn't already know this. But yeah. Vito is such a pure genuine Kind hearted person and he reminds me a lot Of my wife Emily they're both Really really wholesome great people but Like it's almost To the point where it's annoying for both Carly and I because we feel like We're the like terrible people that are bad Influences on them and they're just like these very <laughs> wide-eyed, innocent, great people. And I'm like, oh, God, we are such pieces of trash. Why Why do we get connected with such great people? But, no, that's kind of how Vito has been. And just like he mentioned also, uh, he's very devoted to his faith, and he actually started a Bible study. And uh, I'm sure we could get into it later in the podcast, but I pretty much invited myself into this Bible study. But the ironic part is I'm not overly religious so i kind of had a little bit of not anxiety but i was kind of worried thinking oh no like i'm gonna look like a complete fraud i don't really know what goes on in the bible like how what am i going to contribute to a bible study but mm. long story mm. short it it's a great group of guys and the way that kind of veto is able to direct it uh i can't remember off the top of my head how many guys are in it. i feel like there's like probably like eight guys in it probably more yeah and so like yeah we're at eight he's able to foster eight, such yeah. a great environment for eight guys all in different phases of our life coming together on a weekly basis which that by itself is a miracle Vito. i don't know how you do that i i, I can't even schedule podcasts with one person very well because everyone's schedule is so difficult <laughs> so you to do that with eight guys is impressive but no so that's kind of what brought us really close together i would say once again uh, uh Vito, uh, maybe you can answer this. Would you? How long would you say we have been like friends, friends?
1: Wow. Um. Well, I would have to go back to when the first time we visited you was on the way home from her parents. I. I. Yes. Gosh, I. Oh man. Timeline wise, I mean, it had to have been f- uh, the late twenty nineteen. I think.
0: Yeah, that sounds right I remember Carly Yeah, you guys were down here for something With her family and then You guys were either coming back or going there And you're like, oh, like, we're pretty much like Passing by where like you are So uh, let me stop by and say hi And uh, introduce you to Vito And I was like, oh, this is awesome Like, I get to, well, Vito You obviously know Carly and I's Relationship is really Actually, Vito, how would you describe My relationship with Carly?
1: I was when you started describing your relationship, I got really curious as to how you would describe it because it's a hard thing to describe, <laughs> and then now you put it on me. So great, you're a good podcast host, there, Tommy. That's good. Oh yeah. Um, hmm. You know, I I really look up to you guys' relationship because you have the ability to either be really deep and really um, available, emotionally available for each other through hard times, and you have that vulnerability aspect to your relationship that I think all relation all healthy and um, Deep relationships need but at the same time you guys are both very able to be Quote quote and I say this not in the literal sense, but surface level in the sense that you guys can just Have fun and you guys can just Tell jokes and you can be yourselves and you, you can be it's very lighthearted. It's very natural in the sense that um, a surface level relationship would be, and that it's comfortable and it's easy, but you do have a basis and a a foundation of deep connection. Um, I know you guys both have been through a crap ton of stuff. Um, I only know little bits of yours, but I obviously know Carly's very well. And to go through these hard, tragic, kind of traumatic events with each other, really shapes up for a strong relationship because you see the real side of each other and i think that's that's what's important about it so that's how i would sum it up um you guys are great i love that she has a friend like you and um yeah
0: you definitely summed it up in a much more eloquent fashion than i would have been able to (laughs) uh i think if i wasn't so good at deflecting as a podcast host (laughs) i would have been like oh our relation my relationship with carly is uh i mean we could be talking about what the point of our entire life and existence is and then literally on a drop of a dime we'll be making fart jokes immediately or just doing something embarrassing that you know i feel like when carly and i are together it's like a big meme that's come to life. I feel like that makes me sound like I'm trying to connect with the younger generation.
1: <laughs> oh, it's funny. But
0: no, I feel like um, our awareness for everything like dips. And then from there, it's almost like a hilarious volleyball game where Carly sets me up for the most weird jokes that I try to deliver. Right. And then... She'll. I'll set her up to make some ridiculous joke, and we try to almost like one up each other in doing the most ridiculous things. But Vito, I think you hit the nail on the head, though. Um, yeah, Carly and I, we were friends for a good while, but I think the times we both came into each other's lives, we were like, I don't want to sound dramatic, but we were at a pretty low point in our lives, and I feel like that's what left us so vulnerable to the point mm-hmm. where now we're like, okay, I mean uh personally i have a difficult time opening up to people but in that fashion i was like i mean carly was almost forced to be exposed to like all the things that were going on so i feel like that kind of elevated it and now we're both like oh wow you're still friends with me okay now i have nothing to lose because you saw all that and now we could just continue to vibe so it's kind of cool but no uh and it's cool to kind of bring up that context but i also want to say It's really, really cool the way that you're able to come into my life specifically because obviously you and Carly are a phenomenal match for people that don't know uh, both of them. Well, it sucks for you guys because <laughs> you guys are definitely missing out. But no, he's a really, really special guy. And so I've had the privilege to almost, uh, you know, in like a weekly basis for- during his Bible study, we always have a chance to all, you know, virtually hang out. And I think it's a consistency that starts to bring people really mm. close together and kind of keeping each other accountable and things. But uh, just kind of to slowly lead up to the question that we have for the episode today, yeah. I kind of wanted to give a little bit of pretext to everyone. I deliberately pick my questions with the uh, guests that are coming on. And so when Vito was able to get on, I thought this one question would be phenomenal. With the pandemic and everything happening last year, personally, I felt the most personal growth that I've ever gone through. Uh, I felt like I grew more as a person and understood myself even more. Just in the last year, than I did like pretty much my entire life. And I know that sounds hyperbolic, but I'm sure Vito eventually could kind of attest that. Uh, I feel like as I've known you and Carly, I feel like hopefully you guys have seen like a shift in me a lot mm. this year, but hopefully in a more positive fashion, I guess. But So with all these changes going on and you and I are in different points in our lives too, I feel like it's pretty cool because I see a parallel with Emily and I with you guys, but it's like we're in two different phases of our lives right now and it's just really, really cool to just have this conversation with someone. So I just want to ask you, what are you going to do with the one life that you have left? Hmm. I'm going to
1: be honest with you, Tommy. When I got your, uh, your heads up that this is going to be the question. I was next to Carly and I was like, can I ask him for a different one? (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I, I I don't want to answer this. And, and I'll tell you why after reflecting on it is, is this, it's a good question. And, and I think it's a question that everybody should ask themselves periodically throughout their life. It's like, what are you going to do with the one life you have left? Because because we get caught up in our everyday, we get caught up in our obligations and our responsibilities that we neglect to look at the big picture of our life and like, what are we here for? What are we doing here? What do we want to live our life for? And are we doing that? So I think what made it hard was like, it was a hard pill for me to swallow in the sense that I needed to reflect on what was going on in my life and what I needed to do. And so, um, and this was also after a rough day at work where I was just like kind of over it. And obviously you spend, at least 40 hours a day oh, at work. Then
0: I come in, I'm like, oh, let me push him over. The yeah, way. yeah. Like, yes. yeah. like <laughs> really get deep here with me on my like, vulnerable status. Uh, no,
1: I I mean, you spend over less, I mean, a uh, minimum of 40 hours a week at work. And so it, it consumes mm-hmm. you. And sometimes when you don't have fulfilling days or weeks at work, it, it eats you up because you're spending so much time on it and you're spending so much energy on it that at least you would think that you're going to get something back. Um, but anyways, back to the question, what am I going to do? And it's something that I've thought about and it's changed throughout my life, but I think what it comes down to for me is, is, is three different things. And I, I think one of them is the, the most important is I, I want to make an impact on other people's lives. Uh, let me, let me uh, be a little more But I want to make a positive impact on other people's lives. And I, I just want to be able to bring others up. Um, we're all in this life together we've all been giving given the this beautiful gift of life that uh should not be done alone and so i want to be able to have a positive impact um towards each other. well let me
0: just jump in right there to kind of give a little bit more background on that very first point it'll be cool because now i could travel through this conversation with with the different points you have ready but no making a positive impact like i said i have not known Vito long so i feel like i can to give a good synopsis of who he is i feel like you know the first couple of you know they say the first impression is like the most important well obviously that could be fabricated and stuff but the whole premise of that is you get to really know people in small sample sizes that's where you know how you really get to know them and i got to hang out with you during a party i got to hang out with you during just when it was a game night between uh you two and uh, me and my wife and so it was really really cool to just kind of see all different sides of you and trying to piece this picture together but one thing that I can definitely attest to is the short amount of time that uh, you've been in my life everything has been a lot more positive and I mean that uh, truthfully I feel like a lot of where I am now I feel like I'm a lot more level-headed I've been meditating a lot and getting in touch with my spirituality and things like mm-hmm. that a lot of that if you look at the origin of it, it was actually, I believe, your Bible study wow. because it was so inspiring for you to really go out there, bring all these different people together and also kind of being aware enough to say, hey, we're in the middle of a pandemic and I still want to keep this part of my life with me because it's you know, important to me. Mm-hmm. And so one thing about Vito is not only you know, it's really hard to kind of put like, oh, what do you want to do with your life? And then you talk about yourself in a way where you feel like you're bragging. Being right. like, oh yeah, I make a positive. <laughs> no, and I don't yeah. want our listeners to ever think that. That's why yeah. I want to give this context of, like I said, I don't want to sound so dramatic, but the short time Vito has been in my life, I would say my life has drastically changed. So he's a life-changing person. Wow. For, yeah. <laughs> and I'm saying that in a more positive no, no, no. way, of course. <laughs>
1: Which is why I said positive impact, not distant impact. <laughs> um, thanks for sharing that. That That's, that's awesome. Um, I just want to give a quick plug to Bible studies or men's groups out there. Um, if you're answering this question, and you're thinking that you want to make your lasting mark in this world, um, it's all through community and it's all through connection and that's that's the main point that I brought up this Bible study um, was because it was during the pandemic and like myself, a lot of us were feeling a lack of connection and relationship to others and so I kicked it off and, and just talking about things and you start at a very easy surface level and then naturally with consistency, you get deeper and deeper and you build real connections and relationships, not your surface level work relationships, which are important too. But this is this is what matters. And this is what there's a lack of. So small group discussion, communities, book clubs, anything like that um, are huge, um, which I'm glad I took the, the daring leap to start because I didn't know where it would end up. And to hear, you know, positive uh, stories like yours taught me where people have been really, po- uh, really improved and really uh, better themselves because of it, like praise God, you know, and, and that's a blessing. Um, so thanks for that context.
0: Yeah, for sure. And I feel like it's so important right now too for people to at least just have that kind of interpersonal relationship with people, especially with the whole pandemic. I know a lot of people are suffering from the fact that they really don't have that much interpersonal interactions throughout Mm -hmm. the day. I mean, if you're working remotely, you're not really getting to really talk to really anyone besides whoever's in the house with you. Yeah. And especially now in the day of age with texting and stuff. And of course, no one's calling anyone or anything like that. I mean, I can't imagine going months and months without having a real conversation with a friend. And it's all just through you know, like texting and stuff like that. So it's just a small interactions of, you know, it doesn't necessarily have to be like a video chat. Because I know we do our uh, Bible studies all through Zoom and stuff like that. Hashtag not a sponsor. But But go ahead and sponsor us if you want to. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they throw it our way. I'll think about it. I'll get to our... uh, PRT, but we'll discuss but no I think it's so important like you said but yeah so that that's number one that's one of the things that you want to do in your life
1: yeah so positive impact is number one number two is to follow my passions and this is something that everybody has a different passion and I as you I I believe you recently watched the movie soul where um you know such a such a good movie right um what you know, side context, my manager, my boss, we were talking about it and he has two kids and he he was like I hated that movie. I didn't think it was a good movie and I was like, Why? Like I thought it was great. He was like it made me think of it was too deep. Like I was just trying to watch a Disney movie and it was like I was like, Oh, it was too meta for you and he was like, Yeah, it was like I just wanted to like relax and I was like well my friend i also wanted to relax when i'm on this podcast no i'm just kidding i <laughs>
0: <laughs> well wait hold on his first mistake was hey i don't want to get hit with the feel so let me put on a pixar movie yeah oh, that's a rookie yeah. mistake
1: my friend no exactly i and i was like well you know i i think it was a good reminder for us to remember the bigger picture and um yeah so anyways that's just a funny thought that i had and um Um, It made me think about how, like, this podcast and this question has forced me to think deeply. But, yeah, it's to to follow your passions. And in the movie Soul, they, they obviously depict, and there's no spoilers here, but they obviously depict the soul of a person before they enter the world. And they choose different interests they have. And the point is, before you enter the world, you need to find your one specific interest or passion. So this could be... Uh, Playing an instrument. This could be being an athlete. This could be being a writer or a painter or an engineer or a scientist or whatever it is And once you find that key then then you then you're in. then you're allowed into the into the world and so that Leads to my my point here is to follow your passions because we all have different passions and uh, What for me as I said earlier a lot of it is photography a lot of it is um just connections with people, uh, conversations with people, um, getting to know other people's stories, connecting, um, and th- that those are the things that, that I want to get into more. Um, obviously, as I mentioned, I'm in, I'm in the STEM field, a little bit in construction project management field, um, doesn't really connect to photography. Um, it could connect to rel- of
0: your voice just like got so, it like fell off a cliff. Like you had a nice yeah, right? sign of hope and glimmer in your <laughs> voice when you're talking about your passions. Okay, and I'm also, uh, so I'm like in the STEM field right now. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, it's a good observation. Another hard pill for me to swallow. But we, we can get into that in the different podcast maybe. But yeah, uh, I think there are aspects of my job, which I within the STEM field, I chose one that's a lot relationship-based, um, working with people-based, especially in construction. You get to work with people, of different socioeconomic status, obviously um, when it comes to the actual laborers and the actual workers on the field, and then working with the owners and the customers who have the money um, who are paying us to do our work. So you do get to build relationships with different people, but obviously work based and surface level based, which is, a, as I've stated, um, my passion per se, but it is a good way for me to make my ends, make ends meet, you know, whatever. Um, so, yeah, I I would say um really doing what I love. Um even if that means less money and less um less luxuries. And for me that's a lot of photography which I've been picking back up again. Um I used to do a lot of vlogs um which I miss and maybe I I can get back to eventually. Um reading maybe doing like book reviews or just like book clubs and stuff like that obviously bible studies um those kind of communities and relationships uh yeah
0: no you're absolutely right though i feel like well one thing i definitely want to mention is unfortunately we're not living in the movie souls right now mm-hmm. uh, once again if you haven't watched it definitely go watch it it's a phenomenal not only will it give you more context of what we're talking about but now you have a phenomenal movie to watch tonight so yeah this podcast kind of does everything now but no kind of like what Vito said sometimes when someone is really passionate about something you can just sense it or you could feel it and the best way to kind of describe it is like let's say you are listening to a musician play music. When they're playing it, they're in this zone and I know they talked about that in Soul 2, but even when you're watching them you're like, "Yep, this is what they were born to do." I mean, just look at them. They're so angelic in that state. And then there's other examples like you know, like athletes. When they're on the field, they like command your respect like when Kobe Bryant is, you know, in the arena, when you just look at him, it's just something different. You're like, "Yep. Yep, that guy is a stone cold killer. He is You know, has ice in his veins. He's a phenomenal basketball player. I would, this is just my long context to say, with Vito, I know he says, um, you know, being able to connect with people and, you know, make a positive impact and things like that and just make sure he stays true to his passions like photography. One of his talents for sure is kind of being able to bring people together. Um, And the best way to kind of describe it is, you know, you could be in a room with a bunch of your friends, right? And you guys could all just be hanging out. There's no tension. There's no nothing. I mean, you guys are all friends. You guys are all talking, hanging out, say where you guys want to go out to eat and stuff like that. And then you always have that one friend or someone just kind of enters. And then, like, the whole vibe changes. And I don't mean that in, like, a negative context. Mm. I mean, like, it's a little bit more upbeat now. Uh, It kind of loosens you up. So Vito is pretty much like our alcohol, you know? He's kind of our social lubricant. (laughs) He kind of comes in. And it's a lot easier to have fun. (laughs) it's a lot easier to just chit chat. It's just, I don't know, just his presence just makes it easier to connect with other people. It's just kind of the environment he brings. So Mm -hmm. it's kind of cool that you talk about things you want to do because just even when you just enter a room, it's just different now just because of your energy, your presence, your, you know, I don't want to be like, Oh, you're Zen, you're chocolate or whatever (laughs) they call it. No, that's not what I'm talking about. It's just, you know, it's just different when some people enter and I'm sure, you know, when like a comedian enters, everyone says like, Oh yeah, he's the life of the party and stuff like that. Sorry, Carly. I know Vito's head's getting bigger and bigger and might not be able to fit out the door after yeah, this podcast. Yeah, no. this is the point where she stops
1: listening. <laughs> she's like, I've heard enough. He's not that great.
0: <laughs> no, but no, I just kind of wanted to say it, it warms my heart to hear that's something you're passionate about. And, you know, and it also at the same, I guess, wavelength, it's kind of disappointing. Like, I don't want you to that upset that you're in the STEM field kind of thing because I I know that's one of the things that of course is going to come up with you know what are you going to do with the one life you have left and then you are constantly reminded of am I really making the most out of everything am I enjoying it and then of course everyone goes to work no matter what you do it always goes back to work and so one thing I definitely want to mention before I throw the ball back over to you is you know a lot of the times people ask what is your dream job what 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 do you want to do? And Vito, I'm sure you know me. Uh, For me, if I could be like a sports caster or just like anything with football, I mean, that would be awesome. Um, But at the same time, I think, well, would that be my dream job? Because at the end of the day, I don't want to sound corny or cheesy. I'm always going to be counting down the clock to when I could get back to my family, back to mm. my friends, no matter what it is. I could be getting paid to play video games. I could be getting paid to literally just sit and watch football yes I love to do it but at the end of the day you know being with your friends and family that hits different you know like yeah it's great that I have this job but no matter what I do I want to get back so that kind of started to put things into a different context for me where I definitely worked a lot of jobs where I, I'll i be quite frank I hated it mm-hmm. and now I'm kind of looking back thinking It's okay because no matter what the job is, I'm still committing the same amount of time I would for that job. But when I'm back home, I'm always looking forward to going back home regardless of what that is. So why not just make the best of whatever position I kind of get moving forward kind of thing. And so I'm sure, like, of course, you have that infectious personality. I bet all your coworkers and everything love you and stuff. So you're bringing so much at the table that you might not be able to see on surface. You know what I mean? Sure,
1: sure. No, that's a good... That's a good, uh, good reminder. Thanks, Tommy. And, and and to your point, and I think about it a lot. It's like, maybe that's what my field or industry needs is a little bit as a different kind of, you know, different kind of a person with a different kind of mentality and a person with a different kind of passion. And I think uh, to all those listening. If you feel like your passion or your interest or your personality doesn't fit where you are, then In a way, that might mean that's where you're supposed to be because you may be tasked in this universe to share that passion or that love to those around you that may not be exposed to it any place else. So stay strong. I'm also totally encouraging myself here <laughs> to stay strong. <laughs> Is that to other
0: people or to you? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: you know, you can take it as you want. But yeah, it's everybody, you know, uh, including myself, especially myself. But yeah
0: no that's that's fantastic and like i said it's just you know that's kind of the whole point of life right now that's why this question is so unfair it's like i'm asking you every single question in one question yeah yeah just like how hey, so one. how do you make the most of this and that but mm-hmm. no that's fantastic so what what would you say is that third point
1: the third point and you mentioned it um yourself is to build and love my own family there's a quote um by mother Teresa, who obviously is literally a saint um and and it's uh if you want to change the world go home and love your family and and it it gives me chills to say it and to think about it because it's like everybody wants to change the world right you see injustices around the world you see you see pain you see suffering um and you want to do so much and this quote brings it back to like you have your everybody has their own family and their own community and their own circle and if that community and circle Throughout the world would love each other and support each other then the world would change because a lot of times people you know the suffering and and the pain a lot of it is a lack of love a lack of compassion within people and um the quote really brings us back to your family and your your own circle it's like you want to go and be kind to everyone else in the world but you can't love your family like that's a you know that's a hard one that's a hard that's a hard one to to think about and digest um but yeah so for me i've always dreamed about having a big family like i watched the show seventh heaven and i would that's probably still one of my favorite shows just because of the size of the family and how close they were and the different quirks and personalities within the family and there's other obviously shows and movies about big families but i've always wanted a large family and
0: yo guys i can't wait until uh Vito and carly pitch the show id uh veto and carly plus 57 <laughs> <to fight. laughs> that would you know, be the dream
1: I, I would be here for it obviously i don't think it's biological. <laughs> i don't think it's biologically is,
0: she's already turned this podcast oh yeah off. don't worry we can it's, say it's, whatever we want it's, now it's
1: yeah she's she's gone don't worry
0: <laughs> yeah she's gone <laughs> we, we could do whatever we want now so how many kids did you want
1: i want so because of the show i wanted seven and i i will i will preface that was obviously a naive thought and a lot of people were like what the heck is wrong with you but for me i was like no i can do it seven um, and and who, who knows, you know, and it's, it's not really up to me or Carly or us. It's kind of up to biologically our bodies, uh, obviously God and the universe and um, God's plan and will for us. Um, but regardless, um, I think the point is that I, I want to have a family and I want to be able to love that family more than more than anything. And for them to also share that love to others. And that's, I believe... Uh, a main point that the world forgets in the sense that they want to change the world and make the world a better place or be the change they wish to see in the world is is it, it could start right at home with your family.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And so when I was kind of looking over this question and in a cynical way, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm totally going to drop this bomb on Vito right now. <laughs> I know he's not going to want to answer this question. Am i going to ask him. So now I had you... Like you had a chance now to kind of look through and think through the different processes where you are in your life and what you want to do mm-hmm. with you know the life you have left we're both you know relatively young but it's still kind of scared to think like i know i was picking on carly carly's birthday's coming up soon uh well at the recording day of this podcast right. or birthday's coming up soon and so i was kind of picking on her being like yo you're like 30, which means you're like 40, which I mean, you're pretty much already dead. Uh, just cause that's, you know, I, that's I guess that's not even a sense of humor, but that's just kind of how we self deprecate yeah. each other. And so like, as I was picking on her, I'm like, yo, like I'm not far behind at all. Like we're like all the same age. So it was kind of that moment where I was like, oh man, what am I doing with my life? Just picking on someone else with that. But with everything that you want to accomplish now that you have things mapped out, would you say you're on the right track have you fulfilled Mm. what you wanted to do with your life up to let's say and i don't mean this in a cynical way let's say our life ends right now Mm -hmm. we don't die just this part of our life is just over when you reflect back on that did you do with your life up to the amount of years you are alive now Mm -hmm. (laughs) have you fulfilled what you wanted to do
1: You know, I I would say, given my circumstances and given, um, you know, the spoon that I was fed um, with my life, I I would say I did a pretty satisfactory job at at these things. Um, I'm not going to say I did the best. I'm not going to say that I couldn't have done more. Um, But I would say that I would be content um, with my life up to this point in reference to these three um these three topics i shared of um having a positive impact on others following my passions and um, building and growing my family um that being said it would be very sad for me to think about it ending now um, because i would have a lot of aspirations coming up and i I think a lot of things are i'm really optimistic about the future and so to think about that is kind of sad, but it it is important to think about because it's like okay yeah but the future is coming now, you know? Like yeah, it's in the future, but like exactly. nothing is stopping it and and we need to do everything we can to um follow these 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 philosophies or these missions missions in our lives now. So
0: so this is actually my entire ploy actually. Out of a lot of my friends, like I say, I hold Vito to a high esteem because, like I said, he's so pure, kind-hearted. So if out of all my friends, someone is going to be that super successful friend that invents something that cures cancer or just puts some good into the world, it's probably Vito. So I'm just trying to spark something in him yeah. now and be like, yo, stop talking about the future. And I, I love that you brought up that point. A lot of the times people think, oh, no, that, that's on my, like, to-do list, but that's, that's like, my goal later, but a lot of the times we need to stop and think, wait, what are the steps I even took towards that path yet? Or am I just keep thinking, no, I'll do it later. Like, that's, that's on my timeline, but that's towards the end. But what have you done to kind of get closer to that? Does that mm-hmm. make sense? And so it's just, I know a lot of the time people have reservations on wanting to do something something's holding them back but when I almost frame a question like that to you saying you know up to this point in your life and after everything you said you wanted to do did you do it and I'm really happy with the way you answered it because like I said that's exactly the type of answer I expected a a perfect veto answer would be a good amount of optimism but then a little bit of underlying hope and room for improvement because (laughs) you know he always strives to improve even though Well, maybe not according to Carly. I mean he's he's already up there for me, so I'm like, yo, if you keep improving, you're gonna continue to make me look like a piece of trash. But I mean, that's cool. But no, but no, it's it's so cool to kinda have that self reflection because I know for me, what what do I wanna do with the rest of my life? And I'm very much in a similar position as you Vito I definitely am looking forward to starting a family soon but before that I remember I was uh, probably mentioning it to the Bible study I think this like search of self discovery of who I am right now is so important because I would be terrified to be a father that is still looking for his identity and I know that's a loaded question because I'm not saying I need to know exactly who I am for my child not at all if anything I want to at least figure out how i want to be perceived by my child Mm. like i want them to look up to me Mm. and if i don't even look up to myself why would my child look up to me kind of thing so it was that epiphany moment where i kind of really thought hey how would i be able to do some fun self-exploration and the best way that i've learned is through other people Mm. through other beacons like sometimes i live through other people and like see the experiences how they respond and i'm like wow i definitely wouldn't have been able to do that so i envy you so Like, Vito, you've been fantastic going through all that kind of stuff. And uh, how much growth have you seen? And through that growth, it's really nice to sometimes cringe at who you were, right? Because that means you you know, have the growth. If you just look back at the same you were in high school, you're like, no, that was awesome. I was so great. And I'd be like, okay, um, yeah. oh boy, we have a little bit of a problem here. But if you kind of cringe <laughs> at yourself, I mean, I kind of hated my version of myself in high school. Like I-, I was not a big fan of who I was, but I feel like that's good. Do
1: you agree? Oh, absolutely. And I, and I think you shared this in our Bible study before, I think, right? And um, I hope it was you. I think it was you because because I I actually thought about that a lot since since whoever brought that up was it you Tommy,
0: yes yeah sir. okay I thought so um, I talk too much in that no, Bible so I got to calm down sometimes you do not
1: we love when you talk honestly we and honestly it's it's a break for everyone hearing my annoying voice so it's for the better <laughs> but yeah um, no you you drop great nuggets of information in our Bible study so thanks for that um, no I I absolutely I cringe so much when I think about um high school especially middle school obviously we we all if you don't then uh you need, I think that uh we can talk come talk to me i'm just kidding uh <laughs> pull up
0: the yearbook let's yeah. see if you're not
1: cringing them. <laughs> yeah. um i cringe um all the time uh middle school high school even college um the things that you think are so important the things that you think um you want to put so much emphasis, you want to put so much energy and money and all this stuff to getting um, just your mindset on things. But yeah, as you said, it shows that you've grown. And it shows that uh, your experiences and age and maturity and exposure to life events have made you realize that the things that you thought mattered um, don't matter as much. And there are other things that matter more. So yeah, I love that.
0: So I feel like one of the biggest pieces that we're putting together on how we would both, you know Really want to spend our last life is just be happy and kind of just do something that makes you feel fulfilled Like following your passion, so I kind of have to ask you the question then what about those people that Haven't found that passion or you know, I don't want to get too dark or anything like yeah, that But yeah. some people who have the fight with depression and things like that that starts to kind of kill your joy and your hobbies um, yeah. I know a handful of years back Uh, Vito, once again, you might be very surprised to hear this, but there was actually a full year, uh, or I should say a season. I'm a huge football fan, but I really did not care about watching it. Mm. I didn't really care for how the Eagles were doing. I wasn't really, you know, playing much video games at this point, which was a shocker because I would, you know, clock in like five hours a day, (laughs) even during a work week, I would still push it through. But like, uh, I'm not saying I was depressed, but I was just losing my interest in my passions. Mm. And I really sat there saying like, what am I doing right now? Why can't I find enjoyment in anything? And not just that, but why am I doing nothing in my life? Which is, I'm sure you can agree, that's a lie. Everyone has meaning and everything you do impacts things. So don't ever think that, you know, you're not contributing in any fashion. But what words would you have to say to people who are right now finding themselves passionless or haven't found that thing? Like, you're great at bringing people together. You have a great eye for photography. But let's say some of these people might also be phenomenal at, you know, painting. But they have never, ever been in an environment where that was a platform for them to express themselves how would you kind of navigate that conversation with people who are really trying to find something, but they're kind of giving up at the thought?
1: Yeah. Great, great question. And I will preface by saying that I come from a privileged place where I have had bouts of hard times with mental health, but I have not, I would not consider myself to have um, depression at any point. And so I come from a place where I may not totally understand um, what's going through it because I haven't been through it, but um, that being said, I've had very close friends and, um, very close, um, partners that have gone through, uh, those types of bouts and, and my advice or, or my lending, take it as you wish, um, wish would be to just to be gentle and be kind and patient to yourself. Um, uh, I think a lot of times in life we are our, our own worst critics and because we didn't do something, we get hard on ourselves about it. We get even worse on ourselves about it because we didn't, we didn't try something new. We, we we get mad at ourselves about it. And, and that is that kind of self deprecation, um, is going to really hurt. And I'm all about self deprecating in a humor sense, but I think to a point, uh, it needs to stop and you, you have to be kind with yourself. And even if it means You do. Oh man, there goes like 90% of my commie to myself. (laughs) No, no, don't stop that comedy. I, one of my favorite, uh, one of my favorite attributes I would say about myself is my ability to laugh at myself. And I think that's an important thing, um, to not take yourself so seriously and to be kind and gentle with yourself and to just take little steps every day, even if it means something different, like getting out of bed or eating all three meals, things like that. Um, and that know that it's a whole process and to be patient with it and to work with it and to not force yourself to do things that you don't um, feel comfortable doing. Um, like don't force your passions, you know? Like if, as you said, if people know what their passion is, but they're not, they're not so into it, like for example, um, if I was going through a time where I never wanted to pick up my camera or I never wanted to edit photos, like don't force myself to go on a trip to take photos maybe maybe force my, i mean I, I don't know it depends on the person but like don't force yourself to do it just just take easy steps to get there maybe take a few photos a day maybe ref- look look back on a few photos
0: Yeah, you don't want to ruin your enjoyment of
1: it. yeah because then because then it becomes something that you dread it becomes something that you're like oh i like i used to be good at this or i used to really want to do this and now i'm forcing myself like that's, that's i don't think that's the point that anyone wants to get to but that would be my take
0: No, and that's fantastic. And that actually kind of brings me back to a really cool way to kind of put this conversation in full circle in a more fun, engaging way. And you already answered this, but maybe you'll have a different answer in mind. But, you know, through life, we do change so much. So I definitely want to ask you right now, and it's one of the most wholesome thing I've heard is, what is your favorite attribute about yourself? And then I'll have a chance to explain uh, what my favorite attribute of you, and then I'll switch It's because I need to stroke my ego, and I'll say what my favorite attribute for myself yes, is. Yes, And your least favorite, and then I have a couple more questions that I feel like would be kind of fun to kind of pick your brain. Sure, with. sure. So what do you think is the best attribute of yourself? Uh-huh. You have to pick.
1: Oh, great. Uh, actually, I'm, I'm glad, just uh, just will say that I'm glad we're doing it for you as well because I feel like, uh, yeah, I, I'm a big fan of yours as but well. But it's so. a
0: cool exercise because a lot of the times people don't do that. Like We very rarely compliment ourselves and we always think of, I know all my flaws and blah, blah, blah. Actually, how about let's start it that way. What's your biggest flaw in yourself that you don't like about yourself? Mm. Um, I'll start... I am... Actually, it's kind of tied almost. I'm really stubborn, and I know that. Mm. And it stinks, because when you have the awareness of it, you think that would be better, but it's worse, because when you find yourself getting stubborn, you get really mad at yourself. And then you're like, all right, i got to (laughs) stop being stubborn. And then you're like, no, but I'm not wrong, so why am I going to stop being Uh, stubborn? Anyway... Um, it's that I'm really stubborn and I'm really am trying to change that. But, uh, actually I think my worst flaw in myself that I dislike, um, is I actually still have till this day, a short fuse, mm. um, it, but it's at like It comes up at random times It's really weird Sometimes I'm like The most patient person In the world When things come up I'm like oh, Alright that's whatever Like I could We could figure it out But then random times I guess when I'm just Not in that good of a mood I have like the shortest fuse It could be mm. the dumbest thing And I'll just go to 100 And I'll stay And just see red For a little bit But yeah that's definitely my least favorite uh, attribute and don't worry i'm not going to ask you what your least favorite attribute is. no i I, I mean mean, (laughs) but i will ask you what your least favorite attribute of yourself is yeah
1: yeah um i would say no this is a very important question Uh, i think everyone should reflect because it it shows that you acknowledge it and hopefully want to get better i would say it's my my uh, my say do gap what i mean is like i say i'm gonna do Uh, something but I, i don't do it and that gap um, for productivity, for accountability, for dependability needs to be, that gap needs to be as small as possible. Um, and and this, I would say that this encompasses a lot of things that I struggle with. It's like, I get lazy sometimes. Like I just am on the doom scroll on Instagram and I'm just going through it and I'm not getting anything out of it, but I'm still doing it even though I know I have other stuff to do. Or I will say to somebody that I will be there at a certain time or I will commit to being Somewhere at a certain time, um and I and I won't, and I'll be late. Like for example, this podcast, we we said <laughs> I eight... was
0: going to put you on blast, yeah, but you're no, putting yourself on self
1: blast. <laughs> I will put myself on blast any day. Yeah, and we I told you I I texted you yesterday. Hey, we can start as early as you want. You said eight thirty. I said okay. Eight twenty eight comes. Hey, Tommy, can we do eight forty five? Sure thing, from Tommy. And then I don't log in until like eight fifty two. Like that's trash. <laughs> that's trash. I'm gonna say how it is. Um, and that that's that is a smaller uh, sign of the bigger problem is my say do gap and my accountability. And um, uh, we can get into a lot of things as to why that is. Um, I think is a story for a different day. But I think basically I need uh, I need to be better at committing to less. First of all, like say I'm gonna do less. That way the gap, the the possibility of a gap isn't there. But then the things that I say I'm going to commit to, I actually follow up on. So that would be for me.
0: That's a great answer because I know a lot of times people find themselves saying, like, overextending themselves, not being able to say no. Yeah. And that could make your say-do gap worse. Or maybe you just don't have a good follow-through. That could mm-hmm. be one thing. But the fact that you're not only aware enough to say the say-do gap is my biggest flaw, but I also am aware that there are multiple factors that contribute to that. It's not just... I'll say I do it and I won't do it. No, maybe sometimes I am being too nice when my plate is too full. So it's really cool that you mentioned that. But now I'm going to have to turn the table and yeah. say, what is your favorite attribute about yourself? And um, I will also chip in and say my favorite attribute about Vito. I'm pretty sure you guys all kind of picked it up is it's kind of his whole like. Presence. I know that I'm, that's kind of cheating me. Like, oh, all <laughs> of Vito is the best part of Vito, but it, it's really hard to explain if you don't really know him. uh Once again, if you don't know him, that sucks for you. um He he just kind of is, and I know this is how I described Ray last time too. Yeah. And I feel like maybe I shouldn't have two amazingly wholesome people back. Yeah, you said maybe you said have
1: had. You started with Ray, so you set us all up for for failure. Yeah, yeah.
0: you're right. Maybe I should have had Carly in that <laughs> buffer, right? <laughs> don't worry she's not listening remember she turned this off i will will stay silent Uh, but uh, i joke i joke harley i love you and you know that but no but Vito is like so wholesome and it's just like um i guess his like energy and vibe and things like that is one of his best attributes just being able to help people connect and being able to get comfortable enough to open up and things like that that takes a special talent for people to do Mm. and so uh, that's definitely my favorite attribute with you like i said we're having this long conversation um, and I feel like this is a longer conversation I've had than some of my friends that I've been friends with for over like 15 years kind of thing sure. and I, it's not just because I like to talk because I definitely do but it's also you kind of open this uh, you know atmosphere this environment where I am comfortable enough to be like oh yeah I could definitely ask them some hard questions that's and awesome. things like that so <laughs> that's mine so what's your favorite sure. about yourself um,
1: <laughs> thanks for that answer that, that's great uh, I would say that it's my, my positivity. Um, str- I did a finder test, uh, a few years ago, and, uh, my top two were positivity and woo, which woo is winning others over, which I think makes sense to what you were saying earlier with, yeah. you know, getting people to, uh, to open up and, and to be themselves. Um, uh, on the positivity part, I, I think, it's very easy um, to see the negatives and to focus on the negatives and beat yourself up about it. But the ability for me to um, see the bright side of things is, 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 has been really fruitful for me. And um, I don't know where that came from, obviously, but that mindset for me has gotten me through some really tough times and got me through some really big problems um, to be able to look on the bright side. Uh, And part of being on that on, on the positivity is like, when I make a mistake, I'm, I'm not I am hard on myself, but I am like able to uh, look past it, you know, and, and to look for the next opportunity. You know, it's like, oh, I, I really fucked up here. But um, next time I'm, I'm going to remember this moment and I'm going to do better next time. And this is like, OK, that's it. You know, or I fuck up and it's like, OK, I fucked up. Let me do what I can to make it better. But it's done and I will remember for next time do I actually follow up next time? Well, that's, that's what I hate about myself. But, uh, (laughs) (laughs) um, and that also comes with, as I said earlier, the ability to laugh at myself and to laugh at ourselves and to be like, wow, like I was in this position before and here I am again. Like what, like this is it, you know? And, and I think it's, there's an important distinction between laughing at yourself and feeling sorry for yourself. But, um, being able to be like, ah, like we're here again, you know? But, And then take some time to reflect on how you can not be there again. But, yeah. So
0: So whenever you're ever down in the dumps or you're kind of hating on yourself, just kind of fast forward this podcast to where you say nice things to yourself because you're kind of spot on. It's nice to have that awareness of saying, hey, it's nice to know my flaws so I know what to kind of work on, but I should also know what my strengths and what I like about myself is too so I could always ensure that that's a quality that I have about myself. And so for me uh i feel like i change a lot but my favorite quality about myself and i love that i picked this because you know i prepared for this podcast so i kind (laughs) of cheated so the perfect quality that i like about myself i love it because it's backhanded because it's not like the most it's not the biggest compliment but i feel like it is i feel like i'm a really consistent person Mm. for the most part um if i say i'll be somewhere i will be there Uh, maybe i'll forget the time but i'll definitely at least text you be like yo wait what time is this again but i i I'll, I'll be there or if uh hopefully i feel like this at least but um you know if you need me i'll be there mm. it, even if you don't ask for it i might just kind of show up kind of thing but i feel like consistency is definitely my go to mostly because um uh kind of like you or not kind of like you vito and i are very similar we're both first generations our parents were immigrants asian family uh things like that and I was terrified of my mom. I feel like uh, all Asian kids probably are terrified of their mom and for good reason, Uh, but she really instilled just being timely, never be late, and my mom also, ironically, has a very, very short temper, so I feel like all this kind (laughs) of contributes to why I'm always consistent. If I say I'll do something or be there or I'll do whatever, I'll do it because it's kind of that fear, that kind of instilled. but- I felt like this was a good quality for me to pick, saying, okay, yeah. you're not being too nice to yourself, but at least it's hopefully. And I'm hoping Vito is not on the other line being like, nah, Tommy, he's lying. He's full of himself. <laughs> no. He, he falls through just like me.
1: me? <laughs> I am in no place to tell you that you're <laughs> being, no, you're, you're good. That's a great answer. Consistency. Um, I, that is something that I wish um, I can improve on. And that is a, that is a great skill and ability, Tommy. So I, I hope you're proud of that. Is it it may seem like second nature to you, just like as I said, positivity seems like that. But um, I hope you know that that is that is very important. So awesome.
0: That's actually shout out to my mom. Yeah. Shout out, mom. I know you listen to this podcast. I know because we're up to a couple million people that listen to this yeah, on right? a weekly basis. Yeah. So I know my mom listens. So shout out to mom for uh, making me fear you.
1: <laughs> fear can make us do crazy things. Uh, don't be afraid, guys.
0: <laughs> yeah. And so a perfect way to kind of bring this podcast to an end We are talking about what you want to accomplish Vito, I want to ask you What is on a more fun level Mm -hmm. On your adventurous bucket list Yeah, What is number one on that bucket list What do you want to accomplish before you You know, unfortunately call it a day And say, you know what, peace out life, I am dead now But what is on your bucket list I don't know, something adventurous Something exploratory, whatever
1: Wow. Um, you know, I, I think, and I'm going to make it kind of practical here is I think I would want to take at least six months of a break, um, from, from corporate America from working full time. And, and hopefully maybe one day I, I won't even have to do that. Uh, like I, I won't even have to be working so much for corporate America, but at some point I want to be able to focus full time on my passions. Um, while still looking out for my family and my means um, and things like that but uh, be able to focus on something whether it be traveling a new place for a long time or um, you know really pursuing photography for a long time or something like that I want to be able to put all my attention into that for a extended amount of time and really see where it goes because I think a lot of the times when I think about it I'm like oh what if I fail what if it doesn't work out and 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 it doesn't happen and that and that fear as i said earlier to not be afraid that fear is what holds me back um so i want to i guess i guess my answer is changing to not be f- to not be afraid and, and to take a step like that that may have big implications but hopefully i do enough you know back up and preparing to mitigate the yeah. implications but yeah
0: I am so happy that I prepped myself for this question because I wrote two answers for myself. At least I put one silly answer. If Vito takes us a literal route and a more philosophical answer, my silly answer was, I just want to go to New Mexico when they have that big hot air balloon. Oh, that's like, you know what I'm talking about? That's beautiful there. So like, I, Oh man, I just see it in like, you know, like postcards and maybe some poorly Photoshopped videos, I guess. Um, yeah so I definitely want to see that in my lifetime and I feel like it's definitely attainable because that is you know within the United States I feel like that's something yeah that's a good one when the pandemic everything goes Uh, but in a more philosophical route kind of similar to you I just really want to be happy with myself at all times Mm. and I feel like I'm getting there Uh, We live in a world in that self-deprecating society where, you know, that's a big part of my humor. But a lot of the reasons my humor may be self-deprecating is because I don't like it when other people are the butt end of the joke. Mm. That's not... I know, uh, Vito, I know uh, we worked on a nice roast roast video for you. (laughs) Um, But if you pay close attention, I don't necessarily ever roast you. I just kind of piggyback on what other people are. Yeah, you know, you're right, yeah. And then do that. But if you actually... And it was funny because I was... Uh, when I went to school, I took a um, psychology class, and we had all these little things, and someone – um, we have to monitor one of our partners for, like, you know, the whole marking period, and then we kind of do, like, a breakdown and say things to each other and personal blah, 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 blah. But one of the people said, yo, um, I like your energy and stuff, and I really respect your sense of humor because I've realized that it's always – either to you, and it's never at someone mm. else's like expense. And I was like, yo, I respect that. Thanks for noticing. Wow, that's that. a good one. But,
1: nice.
0: But no, so my, my bucket list item, I guess, uh, something that I have, is just making sure that i'm always kind of happy with myself and i think that's where i'm getting to yeah. uh, of course there's a lot of flaws i'm always going to pick at and i'm sure uh veto just like we were kind of discussing before there are a lot of things that we want to change mm-hmm. but that doesn't necessarily mean it's a bad thing as long as we know who we ultimately want to end up and i'm just really really happy because i am getting to the point i know i disclosed to the bible study the other time saying hey guys i really feel like i am like fully content and happy with myself yeah. now i feel like i'm finally at that point so my final question to you i get or second to last question would be how about you are you happy with the person you are right now and if so why do you think you ever cast doubt on yourself and why do you think other people cast doubt on yourself when you clearly know mm. you're awesome good question
1: okay first i'm gonna go back to your other question because i feel like i've been so deep and philosophical and i, I took the last question to be the same way and i'm gonna say that one thing that i want to do before i bid farewell to planet earth is um to to uh do a travel vlog where i like oh yes like just travel a new place uh prefer- i think i would really like asia but um travel a new place for like a, a good amount of time like at least a month um, and just traveling every day and Documenting it. So and... what Vito
0: was saying is he's gonna go travel with me because I get to be his camera guy then. Oh my god I'll edit your videos and I'll mic you up. I have all the equipment already, dude. Tommy, so, I, I mean, will pay for wanna...
1: everything for both of us if we actually Oh my gosh. That if just you want to so travel
0: exciting. vlog, do it? Well, you don't need one of those Self, you know amateurs you yeah. see on Yeah, I mean, <laughs> what are you, a peasant? <laughs> no. You get a friend oh that wants gosh. to mooch off of you that will just record you being like, yo, wait i get to travel the world uh, oh okay gosh. i didn't even need an excuse but now i do that's what we're gonna do that's our retirement plan oh i love that you'll we'll just we travel for like three place? months
1: when we're like in like a few years and do that that's awesome <laughs> uh, yeah, i like think that's sabbatical yeah I mean, that's it's sabbatical, an inherent exactly. risk, but no
0: that's that's awesome yeah that sounds no great. you definitely definitely should i know uh, i don't know if i showed you guys but as you know Vito, i'm really into videography yeah um and actually, a lot of the places Emily and I have traveled so far, I usually put together just a little vlog. That's awesome. Um, I don't post it online or anything. It's just for us because it's not meant to be like, oh, look how exciting it is. It's more for Emily and I to look back. And I mean, we just looked at some of our like old travel. We went to Omaha we went to like all these different places and it's just really, really fun to do. So even if it's not anything too serious, oh my gosh, I encourage you to, because it's kind of similar to your love for photography. When you look back at the pictures, it, you know, brings all these memories. Same with like a video. You're like, oh, wow. I remember when we did that. It's pretty cool.
1: Yeah. No, it's great. That's awesome. Tony. You just made me really excited, but yeah, just that, that would be my thing to just uh, food vlog, you know, try different coffees and just <laughs> just to see different places cool all right um back to your your main question here is um what am i am i happy with myself
0: yeah are you happy with the person you are person you're becoming uh and if you are why do you think you you know are times where you kind of beat yourself up and not just you i mean everyone yeah why do you think people if they feel that they are happy with themselves and who they are and who they're becoming, why are there times where you just beat yourself up and things like
1: that? Yeah. Good. Um, uh, I am, I am happy with myself and I'm happy with the person I've become. And that has taken um, quite a bit of hurt and pain and reflection that is hard. um, I would say is that like I've, the, the past few years um this growth and this change within myself I've actually had to uh I mean not that this is bad but it, I guess just a just a showing of how impactful it was on me was I I went to therapy uh like two different times and by times I mean like bouts of times you know for like several months mm-hmm. each time because it was just such a such a crisis for me um to be growing into someone that I thought that I, you know, to, to be changing, you know, and to be realizing like, Hey, maybe the way that I've been thinking about things and the things that I've been emphasizing aren't actually what I truly care about deep in my heart. Like maybe it's what service level I thought I cared about or I wanted to care about, but it's not. And so, um, that with that background for the past few years, um, yes, I, I am happy with who I am and I am happy with who I feel like I'm becoming, but that has come at a cost. The past few years um that has come at a a lot of self-reflection and a lot of introspection that i think everyone should take some time to do uh but yeah so um
0: i really like that point you actually brought up because there are times where people see other people that are genuinely happy or even hearing me right now saying oh tommy's just happy with himself or whatever because he's just typically a positive energetic person but I really like what you said. It's something we're working at. It's mm. never, I. it's not just, oh yeah, I'm happy with myself because I have a big ego or whatever. Yeah. But at, it, I, what I'm talking about is when the lights are off, no one's around, you're by yourself and you just reflect on things. Are you truly happy? And like I said, um, fortunately for both of us, we are, but it took a lot of steps to get here and I feel like that's really important for people to hear thinking, oh, well, I just hate myself. So that's always how it's going to be. It's really powerful that you disclose saying, Hey, there was a lot of time and effort, a lot of self-reflection and a lot of, I had to peel back some curtains. I didn't want to, Mm -hmm. but because I did, that's why I'm here now.
1: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And so I, that's why I would, uh, uh, I, I would say yes, but, um, It was not as easy as it seems or as it has been now. And I I will say, Tommy, to your to your uh, to your growth and development this past year. I mean, obviously, I, I, I don't know you. I haven't known you for very long, but you are a very wise and very mindful and very aware person that I think I think wise is a good way to put it. Like, it's just your intelligence and your awareness is beyond that of my peers at least, um, probably most peers, uh, when I think about it. And so I don't know how much you attribute that to, you know, a lot of your mindfulness and a lot of your exploration of Buddhism and meditation, um, what it is to the Bible study in our community that we've created. Um, but I, it's, it's been really incredible. And to hear that you, you know, have issues with anger and a short fuse. Um, I have seen a lot of growth and a, a lot of, you know, I mean, I, I'm seeing like the results of the growth, I guess. But I I hope you, you realize that, too.
0: And I appreciate that because I'm actually trying to transform into a panda bear. So, I mean, <laughs> if I'm wise, I mean, I'm already halfway there. Yes. But in a more real aspect, uh, I really appreciate that a lot because, like I said, uh, to me it's a big victory if i disclose to someone saying i have a really short temper and they're like wow i would have never thought that yeah exactly and then to me exactly. of course that's a little pat on the back saying okay that's awesome that's good that means i have the growth but um so that so i appreciate all those kind words and yeah a lot of it is definitely due to you know i don't want to make this get on my soapbox and say oh everyone should meditate or everyone should uh, see a therapist there's nothing wrong with you know yeah. it's just a stigma of seeing a therapist you you mm-hmm put negative connotation saying oh that person's no i mean everyone could use someone to talk to so yes yes i would love to see a therapist right now but i'm i'm, I'm too lazy and i don't know how much it costs so you <laughs> know maybe we'll talk about that later so i could get a therapist but no i it's yeah i feel like a lot of that growth and you know wisdom if you will and it's really facetious because i feel like you can't ever call yourself wise i, I feel like i'm not wise i feel like uh i'm definitely learning but it's really nice to hear those kind yeah, of words but yeah. you, you know you've been very generous your time Vito. Absolutely. but i definitely want to ask you just you know just in a summary of everything we talked to up to this point i know i had to hit you close to the feels a couple of times where we got a little bit deeper but me, yeah just in a couple of sentences what would you say you know with your one life left how are you going to use it
1: yeah back to the roots here um Here's my STEM side, three things. Making a positive impact to those around me and to those that I encounter. Two, following my passion. What truly makes me joyful? What truly gets me up in the mornings? What truly makes me feel transcendental when I'm doing it? To follow that and to pursue that. And three, to build and love my family. If you want to change the world, go home and love your family. Mother Teresa. Those are the three things that I want to do. And that's
0: beautiful. And I feel like that's really beautiful to hear. But hopefully it's also a little cathartic to hear yourself say it. Only because yeah. a lot of the times when you think it, uh, it's great. But it, it kind of hits different when you write Absolutely. it or say it out loud. Absolutely. And so with all that being said, um, I really look forward to seeing and holding you accountable please see some do. of these things maybe in a future podcast you know episode uh you know 5000 i know we're gonna get there obviously <laughs> when we get there i'll have you back on and we'll reflect on the very second episode of this podcast and be like so let's uh hear back let's see all our growth kind of now but with all that being said are there any uh, final closing words you have for me or any of our listeners
1: um thank you tommy uh great job with the pod this is i can't believe this is your second episode you are actually an amazing host i listened to quite a bit of podcasts and uh you did a great job so good job um second of all uh the only call to action i have for anybody listening is to um to be vulnerable with those around you to, to start conversations that you don't normally have to start a community to start a group whatever it may be whatever it may be focused on just uh try to get to a deeper level with different people and the rewards are indescribable
0: What did I tell you guys about Vito? And no, I am not going to share. He's not your friend. He's my friend. So you guys are losing (laughs) out. But Vito, once again, I appreciate it. And thank you for coming on to this
1: podcast. Absolutely, Tommy. Thank you very much. Now it's your turn to think about the question.
0: What does it all mean to you? Don't be afraid to dive deep and really ponder it all.
1: Until next time.